Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. I thank God that we are able to be together in prayer this morning. This is the Easter season, so this week we will read stories of what Jesus did after he was raised from the dead. A lot of times we think of Easter as the end of the Jesus story, but Easter is actually a new beginning. When Jesus rose from the dead, he opened up a future for us with him, with God. In gratitude and faith and awe and love, we have to ask our Lord, what's next? That's the question for someone that has a future. So let's consider that question this week. Please feel free to send me an email with any stories, insights, or questions that might arise this week. You can send them to me at pastorjim2006 at icloud.com. And now, we begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love, O God, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Praise to the blessed and holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God who gives life, salvation, and resurrection. Alleluia. The Son of Righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. You have been born anew through the abiding word of God. A reading from Luke. That very day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, which lay about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were discussing with each other all the various things that had taken place. As they were discussing and arguing with each other, Jesus himself approached and walked with them. Their eyes, though, were prevented from recognizing him. You're obviously having a very important discussion on your walk, he said. What's it all about? They stood still, a picture of gloom. Then one of them, Cleopas by name, answered him. You must be the only person around Jerusalem, he said, who doesn't know what's been going on here these last few days. What things, he asked. To do with Jesus of Nazareth, they said to him. He was a prophet. He acted with power, and he spoke with power before God and all the people. Our chief priests and rulers handed him over to be condemned to death, and they crucified him. But we were hoping that he was going to redeem Israel. And now 
What with all this? It's the third day since it happened. But some women from our group have astonished us. They went to his tomb very early this morning, and they didn't find his body. They came back, saying that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Some of the folks with us went off to the tomb and found it just as the women had said. But they didn't see him. You are so senseless, he said to them, so slow in your hearts to believe all the things the prophets said to you. Don't you see? This is what had to happen. The Messiah had to suffer and then come into his glory. So we began with Moses and with all the prophets, and he explained to them the things about himself throughout the whole Bible. They drew near to the village where they were heading. Jesus gave the impression that he was going further, but they urged him strongly not to. Stay with us, they said. It is nearly evening. The day is almost gone. And he went in to stay with them. As he was sitting at table with them, he took bread and gave thanks, broke it and gave it to them. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. Then they said to each other, Do you remember how our hearts were burning inside us as he talked to us on the road, as he opened up the Bible for us? And they got up then and there and went back to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven and the people with them gathered together. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I wonder why Cleopas and his friend were leaving Jerusalem. Well, maybe it's not that difficult to understand. As disciples of Jesus, they would have reason to fear for their lives. After all, their master was just executed by the Romans. It's also the course that uh, if Jesus is dead, that everything that they had been following or doing for these past few years has run its course, and they were simply going back home. I suppose we might also ask why the other disciples remained in Jerusalem. And as we heard in the story, maybe it is just simply that Cleopas and his friend didn't believe the reports of Jesus' resurrection that they had heard earlier that morning. The other disciples remained to find out what was happening. Cleopas and his friend had had enough, maybe. They had not seen a vision. They had not seen the Lord. They had discounted the testimony of the other disciples. Sure, they were devastated. They were sad. They were a picture of gloom. But they were also moving on. By walking away, these two are leaving the fellowship of the disciples. Have you ever been in that place? Have you ever simply started walking away from the church? Maybe disillusioned or disappointed. Maybe a picture of gloom, sad, broken-hearted. Yet, because you were unable to see Jesus anymore, we're wondering what's the use. There are many, I am sure, who are in that position. And so it is interesting to see how Jesus not only pursues these two and engages them in conversation about the events that have taken place, about what's gone on in their life, about what they've seen and experienced, but then also how he opens the scripture to them and guides them to see things that have been hidden from their eyes before, to see things about himself in a different way. 
Finally, it is they who invite Jesus to enter their home and abide with them. And in that fellowship, the Lord does reveal himself in the breaking of the bread. This little walk by the risen Jesus becomes a model for sharing the gospel. It's always been a model for the way in which Jesus shared the good news of the kingdom of God. Not only to gather up those who are walking away, but it's also his model for welcoming others that the Spirit is going to call into the fellowship. In fact, it's the method that he's taught his disciples all along. At the end of the day, the two wandering disciples end up heading back into the fellowship in Jerusalem. And there it is that they see Jesus with them again. We'll talk about that tomorrow. These are, of course, the place where, in the Spirit, we see Jesus with us as well. In the Word and in the sacrament of the table, in the teaching of Scripture, the breaking of bread and the fellowship of those whom Jesus has gathered to himself. Do you know someone who is wandering away from the fellowship? How might you seek them out? Travel a little ways with them, engage them in a conversation about all that they've seen and witnessed, all that has happened in their life. And after listening deeply, to sit down and break bread and to help them to see that Jesus is right there with you all along, gathering you once again into the fellowship of those who have seen the Lord. Amen. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets you have promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially this morning, we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation. For the new creation in Christ in all gifts of healing and forgiveness. For the gifts of relationship with others. For the communion of faith in your church. For what else are we thankful? 
Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for the people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For who else are we praying? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.